It's the All Things Unexplained Christmas 2020 Special. Yes. <laughs> hey, everybody. I hey. love that. Hey. That intro had me grooving. It is definitely beginning to look a lot like Christmas here at All Things Unexplained. That's Ooh. right. That, uh, that Larry really knows how to do a mean introduction. I mean, did we score getting him to do our intros or what? That's big time right there. Welcome, no, and he everybody does it all for beer. To, uh, all for beer. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Corn Ween Con. We are super happy to be back. I am CJ Derringer here with my co-hosts. We've got Dr. Mounts and Smitty Neves looking quite festive in their Christmas gear. Right. And we certainly are happy to have everybody joining us here live at Corn Ween Con. Or maybe you're listening to us later on our podcast at All Things Unexplained. Hey, Wolf Cop. Hope you're there. Thanks for having us back for another edition of Corn Wing Con, back where All Things Unexplained got its start. Our very first episode was here, otherwise known as Squatch Talk at that time, which I think we need to do another Bigfoot panel sometime. <laughs> but thanks for having us back. Yeah, Mr. that'd Billy, be fun. We appreciate it. And Smitty, good, yeah. good to have you figure out all your technology tonight and join us. I'm just trying, you know, I'm not exactly Mr. Technology, but I'm well, a the, fan of the past. You're in the Christmas spirit, but I tell you what, folks that, that didn't see us come up, you know, right before the show, they'd missed out on your previous hat. Why don't, do you mind putting that on? Steve? Yeah, I'll put this on. Let's see. By the way, I dress like this all the time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've sure my, been dressing like this a lot lately. This is... This is my wife's hat, actually. So you know, but yeah, I, feel, I will. I feel re- like there's revert. Christmas two months of the year and Halloween ten months of the year for me. Well, <laughs> I, I don't you see are your kind al- of spooky. I don't see your alternative hat, Smitty. But for those of you that didn't get to see it, it was de- it was absolutely the Chris Farley tryout for Chippendales hat. I kid you not. <laughs> yes, it was. Chris Batman Farley and I are about the same. Batman in a little coat. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't s- I don't even know how you got that <laughs> hat. Like, live on the set in New York City that night. He yeah. tossed it out to you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, we- well... That definitely kicks off the holiday fun, and I think we should dive right into it. We've got a little bit of holiday trivia to get into, so unless anybody has anything else, I'll no, start let's quizzing do this and you. No. Okay. I'm good. Is it going to be let's me versus Smitty? It's you versus Smitty. So some questions are answer on your own. I've got a couple of multiple choice and we're just gonna go from there so our first christmas tradition that we're gonna talk about is mistletoe mistletoe mistletoe. kissing under the mistletoe is a big one a very iconic symbol anybody that sees mistletoe knows 
what you're supposed to do. So, where do you guys think mistletoe originated? Well, before Smitty answers, I'm going to let Smitty go first. I think just like old school Memphis wrestling that Smitty and I grew up on, it's only fair we throw out a stipulation, at least one stipulation to this showdown. <laughs> of course. I think we should do loser leave town match. It's only fair. I'm not sure how the loser could show their face <laughs> around town anymore after this. We, so, loser leave town. You, let's do this. You better start packing your bags then, sucker. <laughs> All right, Smee. Well, why don't you tell us then? You, All right, go. it's on. Let's see. What's your Mistletoe. Guess? That came from, uh, I don't know. Let's see. I got this wrapped up easy. <laughs> uh, it came from old man's missiles, toes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, old man missiles, right. toes. All right. Yeah. It <laughs> should be pretty e easy to beat. So a lot of people don't realize that mistletoe actually originated in the Neanderthal days. And so Neanderthals figured out that their lady friends really liked to admire this mistletoe. And the berries actually had this intoxicating effect. So, you know, the mission of the Neanderthal was like any other primate, animal, Bigfoot, Yeti, etc. You know, to eat, survive, and to ensure the propagation of the species so lady neanderthal she's under the mistletoe if the berries didn't get her you know knocked out enough mr neanderthal would literally bonk her in the head and thus <laughs> kiss me under the mistletoe was born and the tradition kind of carried over to the first europeans that discovered the neanderthals and there we go the rest is history Okay, well, um, in typical Tim fashion, his answer was like 18 minutes long, so, um, so negative two points for that. Win that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Though he was closest, shockingly. Um, so well, we'll give him just for, plus just for two, the record, and you're both at zero. Just for the record, the only reason he knows that because. <laughs> Every woman he's ever been around, he's had to knock them out if they were going to have anything to do with him. Bonk them in the head, right? Yeah, bonk them in okay. the head. Okay. Well, here is the true story behind Mistletoe's romantics overtones. This is from History.com. It most likely started with the Celtic Druids of the first century because mistletoe could blossom even during the frozen winter. They came to view it as a sacred symbol of vivacity and they administered it to humans and animals alike in the hope of restoring fertility. Oh, so there you okay. go. So essentially, I was um, now, bonus round. Here are four facts about mistletoe. You have to tell me which one is not true. Five points for the first answer. A, mistletoe is a parasite. B, mistletoe is actually toxic to humans. C, one type of mistletoe pod will explode and send its seeds flying up to 50 feet away. Or D, reindeer who eat mistletoe develop the ability to fly. Which one's not true? Go. Uh, the last well, one. I was going to say <laughs> that 
alien pod Z- theory is not true because I know that <laughs> Aliens was based on a different story. Uh, I think okay. it's the last ones because reindeer already know how to fly, so suck on that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Smitty for five points, but I thought it was hysterical ah. that they used to administer it to humans, but it's actually toxic to humans. Go I knew it was a parasite, too. I was essentially correct. I don't, I don't know how I got negative two. <laughs> well, then I told you you got positive two for being essentially correct, so you're back at zero. Well, it's because oh, of your attitude. Well, that's why. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the one. It's because your attitude. All right, that's tradition round one. Done. We've got Smitty up five to zero. Yeah. You better start packing your bags there, four eyes. Well, <laughs> I resent that remark. So, we got this might be the perfect time to move on to the other thing we're going to do tonight. A little top five Christmas special list. CJ, we're going to do round five, number five right now of that. Okay, let's do it. Let's roll. Okay, okay so we're just going to mix oh, in our uh, top five Christmas shows. This would be number five, if you're ready for that, CJ. Oh, you want me to pick first? Okay. Yep. So my, what I want you to say is your number five. My fifth favorite Christmas movie would be Grumpy Old Men. Grumpy Old Men is that a little bit of a stretch? But the kids <clears throat> do end up together on Christmas. So are you, are you talking I'm about your Grumpy Old Men? Favorite movie or this podcast? Well, I mean, you two are pretty dear to my heart. We have been compared to grumpy old men several times on several occasions. My favorite thing about that movie, it was the first time I understood irony, is it opens up and it's covered in snow and the song that's playing goes, we're having a heat wave, a tropical heat wave. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that was so great. That has stuck with me since 1993. So I did have a little love that movie. Grumpy old man playing in the background there. So Smitty, that was that was a good pick, CJ. Smitty, what would your number five top holiday classic be? I would say a Christmas. Uh, what's the name of that movie? <laughs> a Christmas Story? No, You'll we shoot just, your eye we just saw it. A the Christmas other day. movie? A Christmas. Christmas. Huh. Luckily, I recorded Chris, Smitty's the Christmas Answers. I'm sorry. The Christmas, Christmas Chronicles. Chronicles. So I actually have a little clip from the Christmas Chronicles. I had to dig deep to find this because literally. Not many people have seen this, so here we go. A little clip. It's on Netflix. Santa Claus? Five and in person. One night only. Can you go ho, ho, ho? I don't go ho, ho, ho. That's a myth. It's very good. It's got Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. CJ, have you ever seen that? No, never seen it. It's on Netflix. It's got Goldie Hawn in it. It's really good. Oh, we'll that's take fine. Smitty's, Smitty's word for that one. So I'm going to have to pick a number five here. Wow, I really struggle with this one. What should I pick? My number five Christmas special. You know what? I think I'm going to have to go a little off the rails here, see if y'all can figure this one out. What? 
Nothing, it's a card from my dad. Dear son, happy Festivus? What is Festivus? <laughs> when George was growing up, his father no. did all the commercial and religious aspects of Christmas, yeah. so he made up his own holidays. Oh. Happy Festivus! It's Festivus. When George was growing up, no. his father... It's nothing. It's a stupid holiday, my father... So, this one is for George Costanza. Happy Festivus, everybody. There you go. Yep. Classic Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. And if oh, somehow God. Smitty and I tie in the trivia based on CJ's scoring system that I was not expecting, then we will just simply decide it by feats of strength. Preceded by <laughs> yeah. airing of grievances. Well, you're definitely... I've got a, I've got a lot of problems. You're definitely going to lose. <laughs> if we tie, you've got to take off your toupee. I've got a lot of problem with you folks. Well, I think we should maybe move on to round two and just see which one of you is man enough to answer questions about Christmas. Let's do this. So, number two. Where did the concept of sitting on Santa's lap develop from? And Tim, will have you go first this time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So... That's actually an easy one, of course. The concept of sitting on Santa's lap actually dates back to the 50s with the opening of Macy's. Macy's was like, you know, we've got all this product. We've got a great catalog. We're trying to compete with Sears because everybody wants to order from the Sears catalog. What can we do? So Macy's actually decided, you know what? We're going to hire some Santas. We've got Macy's all over the country. The kids will come in. They'll sit in Santa's lap, tell him what toys we want. We'll make sure it's only the toys that they can get from Macy's. We'll tell them, don't you order from the Sears and Roebuck catalog. Who wants that crap? (laughs) And the Santa Claus lap sitting was born. Okay. Smitty. I thought you were going to go back to the Neanderthals. Like (laughs) Men would dress up and uh, hit women on the head and make them sit on their lap. Some things never change. <clears throat> I say Miss Santa Claus just needed a couple of dollar bills, so that's where she started. <laughs> Can we say that? Oh, it is after nine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I mean, boy. it's okay, her husband, well, my lord. It's her husband. Good lord. I am going to have to award five and a half points to Tim, <laughs> who was <Aww>. closest. <laughs> So, stores began to advertise Christmas shopping all the way back in 1820. And by the 1840s, newspapers were creating separate sections for holiday advertisements. This comes from History.com again, which often featured images of the newly popular Santa Claus. In 1841, thousands of children visited a Philadelphia shop to see a life-size Santa Claus model. And it was only a matter of time before stores began to attract children and their parents with the lure of a peek at the live Santa Claus. So this is all the way back in the 1840s. Which is exactly what I said. So I'm I'm pretty ecstatic that I nailed that. I mean, wow. I gave you an extra It gets lonely at the North Pole. I took off some because you were 100 years (laughs) off, but that's okay. And here's another interesting fact. In the early 1890s, this is great. I love this fact so much. 
The Salvation Army needed money to pay for the free Christmas meals they provided to needy families, so they began dressing up unemployed men in Santa Claus suits and sending them into the streets of New York to solicit donations. And that's how the people standing outside of Walmart ringing the bell that we have today developed from that. Yeah, I hate that bell. Right? Yeah, they're doing something Ooh. similar in San Francisco right now, but we won't get into that. Oh, God. But I believe that puts me up by five points. Sorry, Smith. Uh, I don't think half a, half a point, point. Half a point. Oh. I always Sorry, knew you were I didn't realize CJ was teacher. actually keeping score over there. <laughs> no. no, I'm keeping score for sure. Mm. Yeah. Terrible. So you're up by teacher. half a point, and it's time to move into our uh, movie draft round four. Yep. <laughs> well, counting down. Time for Smitty's number four. That would be Movie Santa pick. Claus 2. Santa Claus 2. Santa Claus 2. I was afraid you were going to say that, but I have a, actually I have a clip from Santa Claus 1 here. How about that? <laughs> it was oh, the night good. before Christmas, and children were dreaming of the presents Santa would bring. Somebody's on the roof. But this Christmas I'm actually shocked this had a sequel, to be honest. The unthinkable happened. Oh, it was a... It had three movies. Now, this night... If something should happen to me, put on my suit, the reindeer will know what to do. It's up to them... Let's go! ...to save the day. Together, Scott Kelvin and his son Charlie take on the biggest job in the world. Looking good, Dad. And so, I'm not I did like lie. that movie. I liked it. You liked it? I... So... Oh, yeah. I love holiday Christmas movies. Smitty has named two movies in a row now. Never seen them. Either one. He never saw... Oh, it was cute. He just kept getting bigger and bigger, and he'd (laughs) exercise as much as he could, and he'd just turn into Santa Claus. It was great. Everyone was worried about him. He put on so much weight. That's the difference between me and him. I get bigger, but I don't exercise. I could care less. (laughs) And you don't turn into Santa. <laughs> no, but I am. You're not jolly. Well, I am jolly not. most of the time. <laughs> Just so not on these podcasts. Only kidding. <laughs> so, CJ, what's your number four Christmas classic? My number four, I'm pretty certain you guys aren't, this isn't on any of your lists, is The Holiday. Love The Holiday. So just like Smitty's answer so far, I had to dig deep to find a little clip of this. I'm going to guess Smitty's never seen The Holiday. No, it sounds like a Hallmark movie or something. Well, I tell you what, here's a little clip. We might as well be honest with each other. Just tell me, did you sleep with her? Okay, I slept with her. Are you happy? Did you say, am I happy? You gotta be... Tell you what, folks, I mean, gather, the, gather the kids what? around the fire and enjoy a holiday classic. Why does it say Christmas yeah. about that? Uh, oh, I don't gosh, know. I think that was so worse great, than Mrs. Honestly. Claus thing. Every but. woman that is out there that hasn't seen it, I mean, I'm talking Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jack Black, Jude Law. It's oh. so awesome. Oh, my gosh. They've got gumption in that movie. It's so great. That's some straight-up Christmas trauma there. But <laughs> speaking of Christmas trauma, I'm going to play a little clip from my number four. I think Smitty will figure this one out. CJ, I'm going to put it 50-50. Here we go. No, no. What happened? He hates bright lights. 
You know, there's some things I forgot to tell you guys, and they're really important. Ah. Uh, Number one, he hates bright light. I forgot about that one. But you got to keep him out of the sunlight. Sunlight will kill him. Number two, keep him away from water. Don't give him any water to drink. Beer's okay. Whatever you do, don't give him a bath. That's kind of like Smitty. important thing. feed him after midnight. I totally realized that was a very accurate description of Smitty. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that was Gremlins. Nailed it. I <laughs> was going to say Gremlins. <laughs> Whatever. See, Whatever. That is the weirdest, dumbest, craziest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. That movie uh, literally won movie. Academy Awards. Disconnect oh, me from it. this no, podcast right now. That's what I'm me. saying. Like, is this a Christmas special or what? We've got some movie called The Holiday, which is not about Christmas. I can tell you that much. It is dude. about Christmas. It's so great. Oh. Some Christmas shenanigans, maybe, behind the scenes. But anyway. Who doesn't that's love our... Christmas shenanigans? <laughs> that's our... <laughs> Well, there's more shenanigans on the Gremlins than there is on the holiday, I bet. <laughs> at, at least in the Gremlins, they were reproducing by water. They were asexual reproduction. <laughs> oh, boy. Those could not have been three different movies, by the way. All right. Let's move on to trivia round three. Let's so, classic Christmas icon... Santa coming down the chimney, delivering those sweet presents after he breaks into our houses. Where on earth did Santa coming down the chimney come from? Is it my turn again? Oh, I believe it is. Sorry, Smitty's this is turn. multiple choice. This well, oh. okay. You guys give you guys give me some guesses, and then I'll give you multiple choice. Coca Cola from Coca Cola. Mm-hmm company Tim I think Sweetie means that Coca-Cola must have made an advertisement showing a Santa coming down the <laughs> chimney he's the man well, that, of few words um, that was what I meant but it actually dates back to St. Nicholas of Finland who used to deliver toys to kids in Finland and that's where it got its start but of course he could just walk through the front door because there were bears and Yetis and all kinds of crazy things, you know, out there. Plus, it's really cold. So, the only way he could get the toys down to them is wait till their fires went out and drop them down the chimney. And there we go. Hmm. Okay. So, after those two answers, interesting. I'm going to give you multiple choice and you can decide. A. In some colder areas, the snowbanks were so high that it blocked the doors. Many people would have to enter through openings in roofs to get into their homes. This common practice later developed into Santa coming down the chimney on snowy nights to leave presents. B. The idea of Santa flying around and descending people's chimneys came from Clement Clark Moore's story, an account of a a visit from St. Nicholas, more popularly known as Twas the Night Before Christmas. Or C, in a marketing campaign, Lord and Taylor published a catalog with a picture of Santa hiding in a large fireplace <coughs> as children snuck towards the Christmas tree to snoop presents. From there, Santa coming, Santa coming and going through the chimney gained popularity. So, with those it, three, 
One of well, those got, is correct. I've got my picks. It's A and B. Is that is but that those are basically a conglomeration of my answer. I'm gonna say C. How is B a conglomeration of your answer? That it came you, from the story to the night pick, before Christmas. You can't pick two things. <laughs> oh, okay. so take a was a most a was essentially my answer, so obviously it's A. Okay. Well, we I'm going to bring you both A and B. Zero. <laughs> a and C are both incorrect, though ah. I am very happy that my <laughs> lies were believing. Um, <laughs> the correct answer is that it came from Ooh. Clement Clark Moore's poem, more popularly known as Twist the Night Before Christmas. But both good guesses. I... I'm just flabbergasted. So you're both at zero, I'm sorry. At that, I'm <laughs> not sure I believe that, but okay. Well, I can believe that you're wrong. I just thought I would be correct, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time to move on to our number three holiday favorite movie or show. I think we're back to CJ. So far, we've had a whole lot of movies I know nothing about. So let's see if you can keep it going. Um, number three is going to be Home Alone. Home Alone. Great. I've got a little clip of Home Alone. Mom! Good one. Kevin! So a little story about that <laughs> wow. clip real quick. So, believe it or not, recorded I in have... my household earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, so believe it or not, I have actually never seen Home Alone because, as I told someone what? recently, I, it what came out when I was like tenth grade. What high school boy was lined up to go see Home Alone in the theater? So, the thing is, that was my first experience with Home Alone. Looking that clip up, I was shocked to see that. Home Alone was actually an hour and a half straight of that exact clip. <laughs> like, there's nothing different. He runs around <sighs> screaming for mom the whole movie. That's it. That's the whole movie. I oh, just spoiled it for everybody that, that hasn't seen it. No, that sounds like when we used to so work good. together, you did the same thing <laughs> all day. Uh, it I got a actually great sounds like mom. you... At the work Christmas party, when you got the toothpick from the little ham appetizer stuck uh, vertically oh in your God. mouth, it was not ham. It was Stop. it was venison. It was deer meat. CJ thinks uh. it's too ridiculous to have happened, but it literally <laughs> happened. And you know we remain touchy because it was a deer appetizer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Next man. question. No, oh, Smitty, what's your number three? <laughs> yeah, Smitty, what's uh, your number three? That would be probably Die Hard. Die Hard. I think I have a little clip from that. That's a good answer, Smitty. Here's a little clip. Highly contested answer. Thanks for the advice. Also known as Christmas Slays. Die hard. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Slays. Well, my number three, and by the way, 
I'm proud to say that we've got a Christmas song original coming up after my number three from a friend of the show, the Sean Austin Band, and I'm pretty excited to say he's going to be joining us after the song to take part in our competition. So he could actually come from behind and take the victory. If he does, I think Smitty still has to leave town. There's my number three. So we got uh, some special music from the Sean Austin band coming up. And Sean Austin himself will be joining us after the clip of his song. So my number three, let's see. What have I not went with here? Yep. Let's see if y'all can figure this one out. It's a tough one. What do you want with me? You will be haunted by three spirits. <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> Any guesses clip. to that one? Thank you. <laughs> well, some form of a Christmas carol, just not yeah. a form I've ever watched. That'd be oh, the no. one with, uh, I bet that's the one with, uh, oh, shoot. Oh, my goodness. Jim Carrey. Uh, yeah. So, I'm actually not the biggest Jim Carrey fan. I did not think I would like this version of The Christmas Carol. And the animation was a little wonky and off-putting. But you know what? I loved that version of A Christmas Carol. <laughs> and you know why I liked it? I actually it? have seen that version now that you say that. Oh, wow. So, I will watch it again. I like it because it's so faithful to the book. The language they use, I mean, everything. It's super faithful to the book, so I was really surprised by that for the Jim Carrey version. I love uh, Dickens, love everything he did, Christmas Carol, all versions of it. I love them, can't get enough of them. My friends and I had never made a podcast before, and to be honest, we had no idea how to get started. That's when we decided to check out Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain a couple of things. First of all, it's free. Second of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Finally, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's listen to this song from the, is it the Austin band or the Sean Austin band? The Sean Austin band. Sean Austin band. Awesome. Can't wait to hear it. This is a little clip from his Christmas song, original titled Rejoice. And then we'll be happy to have Sean Austin himself join us. Here we go. This is a little clip from Rejoice by the Sean Austin band.
It was rejoiced by the Sean Austin band. Hey. We've got Sean Austin here. Hey, with Sean. Hey, hey, Sean. That was a great song. That's a super fun song to jam along to. I wasn't sure when Tim throws things at us, like somebody's joining the show, I thought it might be kind of scary, but that was fantastic. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. We'll have yeah, to so listen to man. the rest of that one. Yeah, We have it, to it say, and CJ doesn't know this, but Mr. Austin here actually knows Smitty and I already. What? Yep. Oh, boy. We taught, we taught him in school. This yep. is not good for me. <laughs> he does a good job. I went and saw him open for uh, Sawyer Brown. That was awesome. Oh, how fun. fun. So, Sean, where yeah, can was... we find the rest of your music? Uh, you can find it on Apple Music, Spotify, uh, all the streaming services. And got a brand new single coming out probably first of this coming year, 2021. So, awesome. excited about that. Can you and tell so, us the name of that single, Austin? Yeah, that single's going to be called Rattle My Cage. I'm excited oh, cool. about that one. And I have to tell y'all, if if he gives me permission, I'm going to play a, a clip of that. He was nice enough to let me hear it, and it is yeah. awesome. It It is bluesy and rocking and gritty and dark. I mean, it's a mix of everything <laughs> that you want in a, it could easily fit. There's a station I like on Sirius XM radio. Austin, maybe you've listened to it before. It's called red hot and blues and it is just, Oh yeah. fits right in there. Yeah, go ahead. So I have a super important question. Tim and Smitty, you, you guys taught Sean. Yeah. Yeah, he was, was really—he so was Sean, really great in math, would, and you know, I think it kind of is why he turned into a music prodigy, also. Whatever. <laughs> would you consider yourself a well-educated person after that experience? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <I'm... laughs> okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's probably. I, I will say this though: the shenanigans between these two made for interesting dates every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell hey, you something way, else. You probably got carpal tunnel syndrome from Drew and all those graphs in Mounts' room. That's <laughs> <laughs> all y'all did, like 400 graphs a semester. But hey, you yeah. know what? We did a lot of Christmas graphs, okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. I thought, it was a th I thought it was like a second grade math class over there or something. But... By the way, I'm sorry about your Kentucky Wildcats today. Oh man, uh, we're, it, it, it's the worst start in the history of, of the program, you know, since 1927. So it is what it is. North Carolina played really good today. Yeah, I thought Kentucky gave it their their best. They're just young, just like us, and you know they'll they'll rise up in the SEC, probably win it. We all know that. So it is what it is. I, I hope so. <laughs> All right, Sean, you're going to join us for this Christmas madness. You ready to dive into some trivia here with us? Yes. I'm yeah, we'd love to have you stay on and join us. Absolutely. All right. Here we go. Let's dive in for round four. So I don't know if you heard earlier, we already covered where mistletoe came from and Santa going down the chimney. So now we're going to tackle, not literally, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Does anybody know the origins of of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in our Christmas history. Yes. 
<laughs> that would be that would be uh, Will Rogers sang the song Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right, Tim, you have a guess for us? Well, I've got more than a Wait. guess. Wait oh, just gosh. a minute. What? It was Gene Autry. <laughs> okay. It was Gene Autry. Gene Autry. Okay, well, actually, that dates back to St. Nicholas again. Turns out he was going, his grandmother actually was coming to visit him one night. She tragically, in this small Finland town, got ran <laughs> over by a reindeer. <laughs> the townsfolk. <laughs> All they had, <laughs> threw everything they had at it, and it had a glowing red nose afterwards, possibly from wounds, but it kind of <laughs> caught on. Nobody really liked her, his grandmother anyway, so Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, was born. She kept coming back. Uh, the family seemed a lot happier uh, without her around, and so there we have it. There you go. All right. And Sean, uh, any guesses? You want to take a stab at the already mutilated Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to like Smitty said in, in a, a previous question, Coca-Cola ad, all about Christmas stuff. And actually, uh, I'd be putting out a lot of Santas and reindeers and all that stuff. I was thinking they might have drummed it up. All right. Okay. Good answer. I like it. Hey. Just gonna... for our information, real quick, we used to call Mounts the brown nosed teacher at school, but that was a different story. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, well, I'm going to have to give 20 points to Sean because it was indeed an advertisement. <laughs> How could you just join the show points. and take the lead? <laughs> Tim gets 10 points for the most entertaining answer. And uh, Smitty gets five for saying Junotri. So it was. <laughs> he did write the song. I know that. He did not write the song. It was the creation of Robert L. May, a copywriter at the Montgomery Ward Department Store. He wrote this Christmas themed poem. All of the other reindeer had already existed. And he brought in Rudolph with this glowing red nose. He talked about the foggy night, and Santa was worried he couldn't make it. And all of a sudden, Rudolph had been made fun of became the hero and it proved so popular he sold two and a half million copies of the story in 1939 it was reissued in 1946 to sell over three and a half million copies several years later one of his friends wrote a short song about it and gene autry recorded it in 1949 well, I knew gene autry was in there somewhere so there you go well, I got to know, though, because I know for a fact somebody's grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Now, which reindeer did that? That was Cletus. Cletus. Cletus, that's right. Yeah. Cletus the redneck reindeer. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, those two were he easily done... confusable. I think I deserve some extra credit. Yeah. I will he say I am getting some, getting some, uh, <laughs> some Christmas education here and it's amazing celebrate and revere is all just advertisements well i tell you what just just for payback back into movies just for payback for cj scorekeeping i mean just be polite i'm gonna let (laughs) i'm gonna let mr austin go first and tell us his number what am i up to here 
I am up to number, number two. two. His number two, if he had to pick all-time favorite Christmas movie, and it's okay if you steal this from CJ and Smitty. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know what I don't what said at the beginning. Whatever, uh, Christmas Vacation. I love Christmas Vacation. Oh, good Ooh, one. That's love a good it. one. You actually that's ended up one. stealing one of mine. That's fine. I've got a little <laughs> clip here. That was actually me today. (laughs) Prepping for the neighborhood Christmas lights challenge. That was a great answer. Great answer. Definitely in my top yeah. five, but I'm happy to let Mr. Austin have it. I think we're back to Smitty now. Smitty, you're number two all-time Christmas class. I'm going to say Christmas Story. A Christmas Ugh. Story, a movie I've actually heard of. Matter of fact, I actually saw somebody with the Christmas Story lamp in their window tonight. You know the Christmas Story lamp? Yeah. CJ, you oh, that? yes. Fragile. Oh, boy. Ah. Fragile. It must oh. be Italian. <laughs> of course, that it is actually my had least a little, little French in it. Christmas music. <laughs> Fragile. It must be Italian. I was actually just telling my son tonight as he saw a commercial for 24 straight hours of a Christmas story that, you know, Ralphie's little brother stuck his tongue on the pole, got it frozen there, so, you know, don't try that. That was not his little brother. It was his friend. Get your facts straight, man. It was his little I brother, and also no, he can't, not. he's not allowed to get a BB Red Rider BB gun for Christmas. So, with a compass and the stop. Yeah. CJ, what could be your hateful grudge against a Christmas I story? Hate by it. Way? I hate that movie because it always plays for twenty four hours around Christmas. It has <laughs> since the day I was born, and all of my family would come over, my grandparents, my aunt and uncle, and all they wanted to do was watch a Christmas story. And when you're five, you don't want to watch that movie on loop, and you don't want to watch it on loop one or eight or nine or twenty seven. I hate that movie. <laughs> I didn't Cute. know that that movie was Cue made in 1945. Wow. <laughs> cute, cute Thurl Ravenscroft here with some <laughs> cringe music. All right, CJ, what is your number two oh, holiday favorite? Certain that this is definitely not on any of your lists again, but all the ladies out there, I'm representing for you. Love Actually. It's yeah, phenomenal. you know, I also had never seen this movie. So, internet sleuthing, I had to go to try to find a clip. I have to say, I was disturbed at what I heard, but I do have a clip. (laughs) When desires are revealed... I'm in love. Aren't you too young to be in love? No. Oh, okay. Secrets are exposed. Your secretary is very pretty. That's true. Be careful, though. And chances are finally taken. For Christmas is you. So it might <laughs> have been like I wish you would have a... had the clip of the little boy. Oh, I don't know I anything so. about that, but um, I had to CJ tell my son to take a hike while I was doing the love actually research. I'm like, geez, <laughs> what's, some, 
What's there are some appropriate scenes, I will say. But oh, the little boy is so sweet. He's so like miserable and angry. Next. And the dad's finally like, "What's the matter?" And he's like, "I'm in love." He's like, "That's it. You're in love. That's not so bad." He's like, "Being in love, you don't think that there's anything more miserable and torturous than love?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, well, no, you're right." <laughs> I found that clip, it's and I'm so thinking, cute. "Jesus." Next time, someone will tell me Fifty Shades Darker is a Christmas movie. <laughs> what is going on around here? That movie's got Hugh Grant <laughs> and Liam Neeson. It's so good. Well, oh, here's... okay. He said, what did he say? I will find you. Is that what he said on there? <laughs> every step you take, every breath you make. Yeah. He'll be watching. I will find you, and I will kill you. <laughs> All right. Here's a little clip from my number two. This one also is not kid-friendly. I'm going to throw it in there, though, because it is hilarious and full of Christmas spirit. Here we go. That's got to be bad, Santa. I had to quickly <laughs> cut the clip before he actually started speaking to Santa. And yes, indeed, even though CJ looks slightly stupefied at the moment, that is the classic bad Santa. Oh, that movie's hysterical. Oh, you li- oh you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's a funny movie. Love bad yeah. Santa. Wish I could have kept the clip going, but... We're slightly family friendly here. It's not after midnight, so we are. Bad Santa, my number two. There you go. All right. Well, we need to um, start wrapping things up in order to respect the people coming on after us. So let's maybe do our final rounds of traditions and movies and call it an evening. But uh, this one's for you boys, all of you, because I did not know about this tradition. We're going to jump ahead to New Year's Eve. And uh, having black eyed peas for New Year's Eve. You probably know oh, what it represents cool. today, but where did it originate? It originated at uh, the Civil War. During the Civil War. Or at least that's okay. where they started eating black eyed peas because the Yankees came and burned everything and they just had black eyed peas. A lot of them left because that's what they fed their cattle. So they started eating black-eyed peas so they wouldn't starve to death. All right. Tim or Sean, any guesses? Well, I hate to burst Smitty's bubble here, but it actually (laughs) dates back to the first settlers of the South in the 1500s, and they actually had a slight battle against their arch-enemy the wicker man who lived in the deep dark forest oh, okay. and the southern settlers discovered that if they would eat black eyed <laughs> peas on new year's day the wicker man would leave them alone because they also gave him an offering of the black eyed peas and so this began, was Fergie on there this began <laughs> the recognition of black eyed peas as good luck on new year's day Hmm. I don't know what kind of stories your parents were teaching you growing up. Okay. Sean? 
I was gonna say uh, if some aunt mama cooked up in her kitchen and fed the Rudolph the Red Wicker <laughs> Man one that wanted to come eat dinner that day, stuff like that. Good answer. Okay. So, according to a legendary Southern food researcher, John Egerton, the history of black-eyed peas as good luck dates all the way back to 500 AD as a part of the Jewish holiday, Rosh Hashanah. So, you all lose. I'm sorry. You all lose all of your points. (laughs) Time-wise, I was way closer than anybody. You said 1500. Well, you look it up about the Civil you War. and eat, I was thought you meant eat. <laughs> I thought about eating them in the South. That's what I was thinking about. We uh, clearly no true Southerner, Smitty. I can tell you that much. <laughs> we can we eat them with cornbread. I'm not the one that moved off somewhere up north. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, North Carolina. I like that North really... Carolina is considered up north. <laughs> it is up north. It is if if you're from Mississippi, it absolutely. Uh, is. I know if you get past Tennessee, you're a Yankee. To, like, every single southerner wants to throw their black-eyed peas at me right now. <laughs> well, if you get hit with Fergie, you're gonna be in some bad trouble. <laughs> whatever. I don't so know. So who what did Rush is trying Well, I think this means it's time for the grand selection of our number one overall movies of the Christmas season. I think I'll let Mr. Alston give us his number one overall movie. I'm praying he steals one of y'all's answers. Mr. Alston, what do you think? I know it's putting you on the spot a little bit. Uh, It's it's cool. I'm I'm kind of an oldie, I guess. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. That's a classic for sure. I actually brought my... It's a Wonderful Life hat tonight, just in case. <laughs> good good answer, Mr. Austin. And you know what? I hate to say it. I honestly did not think anybody would say that, so I didn't get a clip of it. I bet Jimmy Stewart's rolling over in his grave with you wearing that hat. That any hat. Well, frankly, Smitty, I don't really care. Is that, is that from It's a Wonderful Life? I, no. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that was Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. Yeah, oh, well, another Christmas classic. All right, CJ, we're going back to you. Oh, Your number yes. one overall. Elf. I love Elf. Elf. Let's hear from Elf. I could watch Elf every day. Ow! Son of a nutcracker! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too good. Son of a nutcracker. I do like Elf. <laughs> that is a legitimately funny Christmas classic there. Little Buddy the Elf. Pretty sure she stole one off your list too, Smitty. Yes, she did. And that means she's a cotton-headed ninny mugging. <laughs> Wasn't that what he called her? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come Smitty, on, can't on we just all list. get along? <laughs> I guess I'll pick Santa Claus too now. Oh, come on. I've already I'm gonna, you already picked Santa Claus, too. You can't pick multiple sequels in your top five. Did list. I? Come on. <laughs> oh, three. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. Man, I, I forgot my, my 
She screwed I'm me sure up. You loved, was my number one. I, I'm sure you <laughs> loved Jingle All the Way with Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jingle All the Way. That didn't make your list. No, I did not. This, That's that a good did one. Not I, make my list. I actually I don't really care for Christmas movies that much, but whatever. That's where he says it's not a tumor. <laughs> no, that was kindergarten. Uh, <laughs> it's not a tumor. Uh, Governor of California. It's a ferret. Uh, Smitty, I'm going to pick a, a top movie for you since you're unprepared. Okay. Uh, I am prepared. You just see. threw me off picking my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Here's your favorite movie of all time, Smitty. Okay. <laughs> you know me so well. Aren't you finished painting that yet? There's a oh. a mile wide behind you. What's eating you, boy? Not happy. I did write work, that I down. Guess. What? I just don't like to make toys. No, well, if that's all. What? You don't like to make toys. What do you want to be? A dentist. Like to make toys. Herbie doesn't like to make toys. Herbie doesn't like to make toys. Herbie doesn't like to make toys. Toys. Do you mind telling me what you do want to do? Well, sir, someday I'd like to be a a dentist. A dentist? Well, we need one up here. I want to be a dentist. That that was the (laughs) longest and worst clip I've ever had. That was Rudolph to. the Red Nose. I put Rudolph on my list and I forgot it. I apologize. I need to start writing this stuff down. We all know Hermie was the true hero of the show anyway. He got to be a dentist. He defeated the Bumble. I mean, it should have been Hermie, the movie. <laughs> all right. I like well, Corn- you, UConn Cornelius. You. <laughs> all right, Tim, share us your number one. I know you've been dying. My so number one, let's see, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. I think I'll have to go you with You can't eeny, meeny, miny, moe your favorite Christmas movie. What is this nonsense? Hey, preparation leads to success. My number one, here we go. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? <laughs> we need a Christmas tree. A great big shiny Christmas tree. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Oh, listen to that sweet voice. And you know, since I do sell, thank you, since I do sell children's books at Squatching.com, I figured that I should have the most Christmas appropriate pick at number one after some of those questionable choices. <laughs> well, <laughs> especially CJ's choices, but anyhow, that's... Uh, oh, I'm, I'm thinking out loud again. My bad. <laughs> at, well, at least you were thinking. thinking. I'm going to give you credit for that. Oh, shut up. And by the way, I do not like Charlie Brown, but anyhow, go ahead. Oh, I mean, it does. It is a little bit depressing sometimes, to be honest. And I did try to have my kids watch it last year, and they call each other like stupid and idiots and morons. And I was like, this is maybe not kid appropriate. Well, and it's I been just said all of this everybody. Thing, so. Yep. It's thanks been for so joining fun. us. Yeah. Sean Austin from the Sean Austin Sean. Band. Thanks so much for joining yeah, us and letting Sean. us play Good some of your you. Christmas music. Thank you for having me. Sometimes. 
And for those of you listening, head over to our social media pages. Let us know what your favorite Christmas movies are or any other fun Christmas traditions you know of that we should learn a little bit more about. That's allthings-unexplained.com. We'll take you to all our different pages. That's right. Check check out squatching.com for some cryptid-filled classic books. Check out the Sean Austin Band at facebook.com backslash Sean Austin Band. Check out Smitty. It all things unexplained. If you're in rural Mississippi, riding around. I'll be here. I'm an educated redneck, so go ahead. Looking for chicken livers at the store? No, uh-uh. I hate chicken livers, but anyhow. CJ enjoyed it. Smitty enjoyed it. Yep, had a Mr. good time. Olsen, thank y'all thanks for, for joining us. Absolutely, thank y'all for having hey, me. See ya. Let's let Mr. Larry take us out one more time. This has been All Things Unexplained.